Welcome to Let's Talk Micro. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Micro. As always, I hope you had a great week. And you can always find Let's Talk Micro on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Stitcher, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Good Pods. Whenever you find your podcast, you can find Let's Talk Micro. As far as social media, I am on Instagram as Let's Talk Micro, no apostrophe, and on Twitter as Let's Talk Micro 1. Additionally, I am on LinkedIn as Luis Plaza and on TikTok as Let's Talk Micro. So go ahead and follow. I always like to post pictures of organisms and give updates as to when the next episode is coming out. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you listen to the episodes and you like them, go ahead and leave a review. You can do this in Apple Podcasts. I think Spotify, you can rate them. Other platforms, I'm not quite sure how it works. But if you are able to leave a review, go ahead and do so. That way, that always helps the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe. Follow on social media. And leave any feedback, any comments, any possible you know, podcast topic suggestions. Any feedback, any topics, they are always welcome and appreciated. And this week we are back with a new episode. I know last week there was not a new episode and I and, and I let everyone know via Twitter. So, you know, it was Thanksgiving. It's a time where a lot of people are either off work, family is traveling across the country here in the U.S. Sometimes, you know, schools are closed. So it was a good time, you know, to spend time with family. So everyone just took a break. So I hope you had a great time. If you were taking time off work, time off school, if you got to connect with family, you know, which sometimes that's the time of the year when people do that. I hope you had a great time and enjoy yourself. So we are back with a new episode. However, if you haven't listened to the late last episode, you know, which was two weeks ago, it was about respiratory culture. So go ahead and do so. It was a great episode with some great questions, especially us as medical laboratory scientists. That sometimes, you know, we have some questions, you know, we have so many samples, so many orders when it comes to respiratory cultures. And sometimes, you know, it's a little hard to keep track of what's pathogenic, you know, what's normal respiratory flora. What do we do with yeast, sputum rejection? So a lot of questions arise. And I had Dr. Andrea Prinzi with me on the podcast. She was a previous guest on an episode about breakpoints. And she went ahead and answered a lot of questions, talked about respiratory cultures. So I think it was a very informative, you know, a very educational episode. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and do so. And today's episode is about teaching microbiology online. I have already done, I have already done two episodes about this. You know, one was with microscopy, and then the other one, the students learn um, streaking. They also, you know, had microscopes, look at slides. So it's always building up on the fact that especially with, you know, with COVID and everything, educators had to get creative because they had to teach remotely. So courses have to be, had to be modified in order for students to learn online. And that's always a little difficult when it comes to microbiology, where you need those hands-on skills. So this episode, it's about unknowns. Those of you that working, you know, as a medical laboratory scientist that have taken a microbiology course as part of our assessments, you know, as far as our, our testing, the testing of our knowledge, we tend to get unknowns. So for those of you in the audience, 
So we start learning about the organisms, we get biochemicals, we learn about media, we start seeing those reactions, the morphology on that media, and then we get an unknown. So typically they give us like a broth that has been inoculated with an organism. So all you see is, you know, turbidity. You cannot see an organism. And then you go ahead and you grab that broth, you put it on media, and then you incubate it, you do a gram stain, you do biochemicals. And then based on what you have learned, you apply all that knowledge, and then you come up with an identification of that organism. So it is called an unknown because you don't know what it is, right? So that's a big part of our microbiology courses. So in this episode, Lindsay Donner and Marnie Imhoff of the University of Nebraska Medical Center, they, uh, they joined the podcast to talk about online unknowns. So they devised a portion of their course where they had online unknowns. So how does this work, right? So they had some, some pictures, they had some videos. So it was very interesting, you know, how they came up with this, what they used, and how it worked. So this is something that maybe you educators out there, you know, can listen to, and maybe if you, maybe you're using it already. If not, maybe you can think of implementing it. So in this episode, they talked about the components of this unknown system for online teaching. So what worked well, what didn't, they explained the process. So it was very informative, and you know, it's always great to talk to people and learn about how educators, they are reinvent, reinventing courses, they are adapting to the challenges of remote teaching. So I really enjoyed talking to Lindsay and Marnie. You know, it was a, it was a great episode. And just in advance, you know, I, I apologize. Then, you know, when we were conducting the interview, there was a little bit of a technical difficulties as far as the connection. So every now and then you might hear a little bit of a, you know, connection issues. But overall, it's a great episode and I hope you enjoy it. So let's go ahead and listen to it. So on today's episode, I have two guests. So on previous episodes on the podcast, you know, I have been, you know, I had some interviews with some guests. And we are seeing how uh, an online component, it's making its way more and more into microbiology courses. You know, with the pandemic, we had to adapt. So now we have seen microscopy remotely, um, streaking remotely. So today is, a, is an episode about an online component on a microbiology laboratory. So the article is titled Development of Online Clinical Microbiology Laboratory Unknowns. Active Learning for Online, Hybrid, and In-Person Courses. This was published in August of 2022 in the Journal of Microbiology and Biology Education. So with me today, I have two guests. I have Lindsay Donner and Marnie Imhoff from the University of Nebraska Medical Center. Lindsay and Marnie, welcome to Let's Talk Micro. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. It's definitely my pleasure. So let's go ahead and start for the audience. Let's start with an introduction. I introduce myself. My name is Marnie Imhoff. I am the Associate Program Director, and I'm also an Assistant Professor at the University of Nebraska Medical Center in the Medical Laboratory Science Program. And I work with Marnie at the UNMC in the Medical Laboratory Science Program. My name is Lindsay Donner, and I'm the Microbiology Coordinator and Assistant Professor. Uh, who teaches clinical microbiology courses. Okay, well, definitely welcome again. 
So let's start with some basics here. As far as, you know, for the audience, you know, what is an unknown in the microbiology laboratory class? It's a learning assessment in which the student really doesn't know the identity of the microorganism growing in that culture. And the goal is for them to work through that culture to get to an identification. So it, for an in-person class, we would be using real bacteria, culture media, the students would be performing the biochemical testing. They would manipulate and interpret all of the cultures and those biochemical testings to identify the bacteria. That microbiology unknown can also be developed as an online learning activity in a simulated environment. So, for example, by using recorded videos and pictures of culture plates and bio biochemical testing that simulate that first person experience, the students can interpret the videos, they can interpret that culture and that biochemical testing to still get to that unknown. So the ultimate goal is to learn, use it as a learning assessment to see if the students understand how to work through a culture process to identify the bacteria or the yeast or the microorganism. Excellent. So yeah, definitely. So those of us, you know, in a, in a micro lab, we do you know, we get our sample, we plate it, and then, you know, incubate it, we get our organism, then we do our biochemical testing, gram stain, and you touch on it. So how do you, what components were used to make this unknowns as far as, as developing them for an online format? So you said pictures, videos? Yeah, so we uh, did use um, pre-recorded videos and pictures. And the purpose for us to develop those online unknowns, like Marnie had indicated, was to kind of simulate that culture interpretation process and the testing that's currently performed in the clinical microbiology laboratory. So we developed the assignment questions um, to guide the student through that thought process and replicate that real life culture and manipulation. And so the students use the resources in our course uh, within the course, including written procedures. Uh, we also recorded laboratory demonstration videos to aid in their interpretation, along with the theoretical information they're learning. Um, and then we use those online lab unknowns kind of as a graded assessment tool to evaluate the student's ability to interpret the lab tests, communicate those results, and correlate it with the diagnosis of infectious disease. So similar to what you would be doing in an in-person laboratory, we've just kind of converted that to be an online assignment, which is really nice because it gives our students immediate feedback and evaluate their progress in real time, and then go back and review those concepts that maybe they missed to some of those questions. And the, um, the learning management system that we use provides the students then a way to engage in an online course. So maybe if they don't have that in-person lab component available, we have online labs that keep them engaged um, in learning the material. Okay. And, you know, with every process, sometimes, you know, some things work well, some don't. So in this case, you know, what worked well and what didn't? Um, well, we learned a few things along the way. So uh, we did learn, well, we always, always, we always know that bacteria don't always necessarily 
grow the way they're supposed to or for it to be picture perfect or maybe the biochemical testing didn't react appropriately. So we learned that we had to kind of troubleshoot and supplement and think on our feet um, so we could possibly use another bacteria to get that correct biochemical test to record the video or take the picture. Sometimes we had to um, re-subculture that bacteria or yeast or organism. Uh, we did learn that we needed to make sure to reserve enough space available uh, to also have a quiet room and that when we were recording videos, it picked up a lot of background noise. So we wanted to make sure that the room was quiet because that background noise can be a problem. One of the hardest things that we found that was hard to capture was hemolysis patterns on um, for the different bacteria that it was difficult to show on the videos and pictures. It's a lot harder to see on a video or a picture than in person, but we did do our best uh, with finding a bright backlit lighting that could be used and holding it still, you know, for 30 seconds or a minute for that student to be able to interpret um, the hemolysis. And then lastly, it was we learned that it was difficult for us to record the videos from a first person angle. Uh, we tried very hard to make sure to keep our arms and hands out of sight when we were recording those videos. Uh, and sometimes it felt awkward holding the reagents or media because it wasn't your normal motions that you were doing. You were trying to keep those um, hands and fingers and arms outside of uh, that video shot so that way um, the student could get that first person point that we were trying to capture similar to if they were actually on the culture bench manipulating that culture. Um, some things that we did learn along the way um, it is definitely a learning process. It's still ongoing. We had a videographer that helped us and provided some excellent tips for recording, including uh, placing of the lighting, microphones, and um, editing software that was used to edit out uh, certain parts of things that we didn't want in the video. And they did advise us on the best angles for kind of the first person point of view. We learned along the way that pre-planning was necessary um, and that we needed to use our time wisely. So we did block out large chunks of time on multiple sequential days, um, but we also had items ready, set out, ready to go. So we had the biochemical tests already set and ready to go so we could just move progressively through the different types of um, biochemical tests or cultures that we wanted to record uh, without wasting a lot of time in between. And then we, we did have more unknown patient cultures sub than we needed just in case. And we also had more uh, bacteria and yeast microorganisms subs um, just in case those that didn't grow or um, we needed to supplement for bio biochemical tests. Uh, but one of the things that worked the best for us and that we found along the way that if we recorded, you know, a full gamut of different unknowns, we now have a library of videos and pictures that we can use for our curriculum development that we can use within multiple courses and we can create multiple online unknowns that can be used uh, in different courses. Well, definitely, and I have experienced this. Uh, hemolysis is something that's definitely hard to capture in pictures. And I like to take pictures of organisms to post on social media, and sometimes it is hard getting a good picture, depending on the room, the lighting, so many factors. And, and what you said about the room, definitely so true. 
you know, when I started podcasting and all that, all these noises and I just, it, it makes a difference, you know, small room because, you know, your, your microphone or what you're recording, it picks up a lot of noise. Okay. So as far as performance, how do the students do? And, you know, how did their performance compare against a regular in-lab, you know, in-person unknown? They do very well with the online unknowns, both in our in-person classes when they're um, physically manipulating cultures and also the fully online class. I do want to say we do supplement even our in-person classes where they physically are doing culture manipulation. We do supplement our learning material with these online unknowns, and they really like them because it fills in gaps if they haven't seen a culture, for example, when they are in the clinical laboratory. So they do really well on them. The unknowns often have the highest grades when compared to other learning assessments, such as theory quizzes, um, exams, study questions. Part of it, I think the students really like them because it's real life application of what they are learning because it allows them to work through that thought process of applying the theory they're learning, um, even if it's not providing that psychomotor skill, but it lets them apply what they've learned and really think through those next steps. And we really haven't seen a huge difference, if any at all, between the students that are doing the online unknowns versus if they're doing in-person culture manipulation. If anything, it really helps them with that in-person culture manipulation process. Yes, you know, I, I'm definitely as we are using more and more online components and I'm, I'm finding out that it is truly helping the students. And yeah, they do you know, when any, any type of exercise of that they're completing online, they do come better prepared and it seems that they're learning. It's good. So this is something that educators out there, you know, if they're not already doing it, they should consider it, you know, consider doing it. Um, it's truly helping the students. And it is great to see how, you know, different uh, educators are coming across with all these different methods to help their students and they do well. So this is, you know, it's definitely great. And I was going to ask the question, but you already answered it. So uh, even though you're doing online, um, sorry, in-person class, you're still using this as part of it, right? You, just, you said that, right? Yeah. So we um, teach clinical microbiology kind of in multiple class formats. So we do have a, like a fully online uh, prerequisite clinical human pathogenic microbiology course that we teach. It's kind of a prerequisite course for um, really any college student can take it, but it's um, has that online laboratory component. So those students, we don't, they don't have an in-person lab. It's just fully online simulation. Um, but then also within our medical laboratory science program, we have dedicated um, in-person classes for laboratory, and then we also have hybrid classes that have both the, um, you know, the classroom lectures in addition to the lab. And then we also have students that go out to their clinical rotation. So in every class format, we have started using these online unknowns, um, either to prepare them for the in-class student laboratory session or to supplement their clinical rotations, like in a practicum course, um, where they're at their clinical rotation sites, rotating through that clinical microbiology laboratory, but then we're supplementing and reinforcing all of that theory through online unknowns. Um, and we have found that it really does keep students engaged and it deepens their quality of learning. So it is a good fit 
for all class formats and students have indicated you know it is one of their favorite learning activities um, a few of them have said that's empowered their learning and prompted them you know to make those deeper connections and ask more questions um, and really allows them to establish uh, a connection to that theory and learning the material so it's kind of also nice in that you know we have multiple clinical sites across the United States so it does also standardize the learning amongst all of our students no matter what clinical microbiology laboratory they're in they're also all getting those um, theory and laboratory application those psychomotor objective concepts reinforced through that online learning and those online unknowns sorry that was probably a little bit more than <laughs> you were asking but no no that was actually that that was great uh you know, a great explanation and it definitely yes it it helps the students so much and you know especially micro you know we have there are so many you know terms so many names so there, there's so much information and sometimes you know especially some students you know they might have a hard time learning them and so you know this helps them you know and they can just sit there and, and, and practice reinforce the learning so it makes them better prepared and then when they show their clinic they will perform better you know they have have acquired more knowledge so yeah it's definitely great so is there anything else that you want to add about this i guess i don't have anything else i um, wanted to add just that you know along the way we have found that it has been made such an impact from the students perspective i think i mean marnie and i found that we were kind of pleasantly surprised that um you know, we were doing this to help reinforce the theory and in our fully online course to allow those students that have never been in a clinical microbiology lab or don't have that in-person laboratory setting to give them a feel as to what the clinical microbiology laboratory was. But it has ended up being, you know, one of the best learning components or learning assets in the course. And from a student's perspective, um, you know, they it really engages them and creates that active learning that we're looking for. So they're enthusiastic about the material, but then also making those connections um, as needed. So, I mean, it does take some kind of small steps into bigger steps. It takes a little bit of time, but it's definitely worth it in the end. And that's a little bit, you know, how you found us and that is through our article that's why we published the article and how we develop the online unknowns by using our learning management system and integrating it into the courses um, for students to be able to use so hopefully that is beneficial for you if you're looking to develop some unknowns on your own um yes you know it's definitely something to to consider and and as other you know laboratory instructors that are looking out there so with this article and and this episode you know spread this information and they're thinking of implementing this approach um they can do that just start small don't bite off more than you can chew in terms of a recording schedule because we did a couple of times we got really ambitious and we prepped all of this material and we just didn't get to it so I would suggest maybe starting with one or two, see how it works for you, um, because I think it really has enhanced our student learning. Yes, that's a good suggestion. I definitely agree. Yes, thank you for that. Well, um, you know, Lindsay and Marnie, you know, it's been great having you here. 
uh, with this information. Thank you so much for taking the time to come into Let's Talk Micro. Thank you for reaching out to us. We're excited to share our experience. And if anybody does have any questions or are more interested in our process, they can reach out to Marnie and I anytime. Absolutely. Thank you for having us today. My pleasure. And I will go ahead then uh, and I will put the emails on your on the show notes if they have any questions, the audience has any questions. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that, my dear audience, it's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoy learning about microbiology unknowns. You know, as an educator, as a student, unknowns have always been an important part of, assess of assessing the knowledge. So it was very interesting learning about how this was incorporated to online teaching and how the students did. You know, all these online teaching tools, they, keep, they continue to be implemented even though students have gone back to learning in person. So shout out to all the educators out there that always, you know, go above and beyond for the benefit of their students. You know, you, everyone, all of you are great. As always, continue bringing that passion to what you do. It's so important. So stay motivated, stay safe, and of course, continue talking micro. Until the next time, bye.